When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Sports Day, thanks to Kia. The all-new Kia Nero, Available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. And Toolkit Depot. Spring it on with top deals on everything you need for your outdoor projects at Toolkit Depot. Welcome back to Sports Day and a lot of the news headlines for Polaris. Polaris, Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand. Of course, our hot topic kicking us off tonight for the Dardanut Butchering Company's Taste of Dardanut Valley Spring Lamb. Great supporters here of us here on Sports Day have been out of the Fremantle Football Club. And unfortunately, not all the news has been great, particularly uh, when you consider that they've had a great season and done a lot of good. And I know they've bowed out of the finals, but uh, to hear the calibre of players that uh, are leaving the football club would be a little bit concerning and their CEO is Simon Garlick and he joins us here on Sports Day. Simon, welcome. How are you? Thanks for having me on. Nice to chat, mate. Look, um, are you surprised with the number of players that want to leave your club? Oh, look, I think it's important to keep it into context, Carl. Um, We've got two uncontracted players in Blake and Griffin who've requested a trade, which... Um, isn't altogether a surprise. As, uh, obviously, when players are uncontracted as late in the year as they are, then you know you obviously got to take that into consideration. We're disappointed clearly because they've both had fantastic years. Their footy's developed incredibly well, uh, and they've been really important members of our team throughout um, this 2021 season. But you know, it's a reality of the of the market that we play in at the moment. And as I said, I think keeping it in context, that's two uncontracted players who've have made that decision and will work with their players uh, and, and management, work with the players and their management over you know coming weeks to make sure that we get as well compensated as we possibly can. So Simon, Docker supporters might be asking, have you done enough to try to keep Griffin and Blake at the club in 2023 and beyond? Well, I think if you look at their performances, um, you, you'll see that clearly from a football point of view, the, the development as players, I don't think it's it's too much to say that they've both had um, career best years. Um, they're obviously responding to the environment and the coaching that they're receiving. So in that sense, I think it's it's uh, it's certainly a, a, an easy question to answer that we say we've provided a great environment for the both. We've done a hell of a lot of work over the last three years in particular to get our, our TPP in such a position that allows us to ensure that we look to, to keep our required players as, as well as get that balance of, of going to the, the, the market and making sure we can continue to improve our list. So we're really comfortable with the, the offers that we put to, to both players um, in the context of our overall list and where we're going over the next, you know, not only 12 months, but 24 and, and 36 months as well too, which is a really important time for our club. So most certainly from our point of view, we, we think we did it really responsibly in that sense. Rory Lobb is the fascinating one again this year. 
under contract, 21 games, 36 goals. Had his best season, I think it's fair to say, in the AFL. So the performances were there. Peter Bell has come out and said he's a required player. We won't be entertaining a move for Rory. Is that posturing or is that a hard and fast situation the club is sitting on? Uh, absolutely, Mark. Yeah, we're not posturing at all, not looking to play any games. It's too important for Rory and and um, and his plans and everything else for us to be looking to, to do anything like the posturing you've suggested. He's had a phenomenal year. He's been highly invested. Um, we understand there's some per- personal circumstances in his life that um, mean that he'd, he'd prefer potentially to, to make a move at this point in time. But given his contracted status um, and both the footy he's played that we think he can play and the, the role that he can he can produce for us as a footy club, that's um, that's a really strong position from our point of view. Simon, um, where are you at with Luke Jackson? Now, I believe that the offer that you put on the table is significant. Yeah, look, it's obviously Luke's confirmed his intention to return to WA, Carl, and, and from that perspective... That's exciting, clearly, um, and we can now start to really further explore the possibility of him playing with Fremantle. There's a lot to work through, but we think we've got a lot to offer and we can provide a pretty compelling proposition to him and his management. Uh, with Lloyd Meek, there was no mention of him uh, in the announcement today, and I know that he's got a year on his contract to go. Uh, with Phoenix management, though, I understand that there's a lot of interest in him, and so there should be, given the season that he's had. And if Jackson arrives and you keep Lobb and you've got Darcy and he's been magnificent, all of a sudden Lloyd Meek uh, seems a little bit further down the road. Yeah, Lloyd's at a, a, a really interesting time in his career, and he just keeps improving year on year. And obviously he's been with the club for a, a long period of time, um, he's one of the most outstanding characters you'll ever meet on and off the field. Comes from a brilliant family. Um, we love everything that he brings to our club. And uh, you know, we've all been around footy long enough to know that sometimes ruckmen take a bit longer to develop. And Lloyd's showing all the signs of someone who's going to be a, a outstanding AFL ruckman um, in, in years to come. And as you mentioned, he's contracted for next year. He's competing. He's completing a campaign at Peel at the moment that we're really hopeful continues to go for the next few weeks. And we'll work through what that looks like for him. But he's a really important part of our club, both on and off the field. And yeah, we'd love to keep him not only next year and, and work through that, but do it for uh, a long a long period of time beyond that. Is there a chance, though, uh, Simon, that if he does request a trade to another club, that you would entertain that? I won't speculate on that at the moment, Carl, just given Meeky's continuing on his season as it stands. Um, as I mentioned, he brings so much to our club just from a playing perspective, which is his primary role, but in a whole number of other factors. Um, and we think there's multiple opportunities for Lloyd. He's, he's showing an unbelievable aptitude to continue to grow and learn. His ground ball efforts and the way his ability to improve from a, not only a year-to-year basis, but a week-to-week basis is phenomenal showing some real aptitude forward as well as just a, a ruckman who who provides a contest week in, week out. So we think there's a lot of scope for, for Lloyd um, for us for years to come. But at the same time, there's also an opportunity to get another, you know, I think, from what he's been able to put on the board and given uh, the demand out there for ruckman at the moment to secure a pretty high-end draft pick, which would be really good for the position you're in at the moment. 
Yeah, that's obviously got to fit into the mix, Carl. There's, um, at the moment, given obviously the news we've released today um, is something that we need to work through over coming weeks. The trade period doesn't start for a couple of weeks. There's so much that can happen. There's so many variables that it's pretty difficult to sit down and think about, okay, scenario A, B, C and D. There's far more that we need to consider. And so we'll work through that in the fullness of time. It's probably worth touching upon whilst um, we're disappointed with, with some of the uh, discussions we had today. You know, we, we had 10 players re-sign this year. The likes of Cox and Walker, Sikowski, Amos, Frederick, Young and Chapman, the latter two signing until 2027. So, from an overall perspective, we think we're in pretty good shape, despite the disappointment of, of, of Blake and Griff deciding that their future is best served elsewhere. Um, we think we're just going to work away, just as we have in the last couple of years, through the trade and the draft, and keep improving uh, year on year. And Darcy Tucker, of course, uh, you're happy with uh, trying to do a deal. 14 games this year, 108 matches uh, for him to try and find a new home if uh, a mutually agreeable uh, club can be found. Uh, speaking with Simon Garlick, the Dockers CEO, you're a numbers man, Garlo, but you're also a football man. So we in the media have discussed this uh, ad nauseum for the past three months. Luke Jackson, is he a ruckman? Is he a forward? What do you think if he comes to Fremantle? What do you think as a footballer? What do you think he can or is? Well, one thing I think, Ski, the, 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 he's just scratching the surface of what he might be. Um, his capability to play in the ruck we've seen um, on a consistent basis, even though he's only three years and 50-odd games into his career. Um, he's shown glimpses of forward, although opportunity hasn't been able to be provided on a consistent basis there because Melbourne have been so strong forward of the ball in that sense. Um you know, clearly, you know, from all understanding, he's an outstanding character coming from a great family. Um, wants to head home with that in mind. Um, so I, I think, you know, as I mentioned at the start, I think he's scratching the surface, and there's so many different roles he could play, which is, which is why he's he's clearly so highly rated. And we've talked a bit about the departures tonight. And you've mentioned the ten re-signings. For Frio fans, given where you finished this year and so much excitement, so much positivity, how aggressive will you be? be it the trade or, or the draft, how how much gusto will you approach it? Because I you know Peter Bell is a savvy character and loves uh, the cut and thrust of it all, but is it going to be a priority to get on the front foot? Yeah, I think we sort of cut our cloth to what's available and the circumstances the circumstances that present themselves, Skeet. As you say, Bellies and along with David Walls, have done a phenomenal job over the last few years in, in particular. Um the draft has been our priority in, in that period of time um, specifically. Uh, but we're at probably a stage where now we can look at a number of different options. I mentioned the work we've done to have our TPP position in a good spot. Um, it's really important that we're, we're incredibly young. We were the youngest team in the top eight by a significant margin. Um, and obviously with the... Uh, the Hall of future Hall of Famer and AFL legend in Dave Mundy hanging up his boots. That 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 demographic's going to change significantly again too. So we're really excited with the demographic of our list, the youth of it, the talent of it, and we've got multiple opportunities, whether it be through the draft or the trade period, to continue to improve it. And we're pretty excited by that. Now, Simon, uh, there are other clubs pinching your players. Have you got Jeremy Sharp across the line or Josh Corbett? I believe that there's been some discussions that have taken place. Carl, you've been in this industry far longer than me, but I've been in it long enough to know that I'm not going to confirm or deny any <laughs> such specific 
Go. Well, Jeremy Sharp is a 21-year-old. Got to ask the question, Gallo. The age demographic, isn't it, Gallo? He does fit into the age demographic. I'll never begrudge you asking the question, Skeet and Carlos. Absolutely, you got to do that, and I've just got to answer it appropriately. (laughs) Um, There there is there is real opportunities, and you know it's interesting because we've been on the wrong side of the go home factor, and we saw that last year with with Adam Chera, who was a fantastic player and a, a great part of our club, but. There's a real objectivity that you need to apply to these things. And in reality, we worked through that scenario and were able to gain pick six, six, which turned into pick eight. And Jai Amos was able to come into the club from that point of view. So we think Jai is going to be a tremendous player for us, outstanding character and can provide us with some real options for us moving forward. So, you know, with potential West Australian uh, talent wanting to come back home, you know, that's something we clearly look at really, really closely. Look, I, I I also look at the other side of the coin here, uh, and I'm going to use this most recent example as as uh, my case here. We've got Logue, Acres and Lobb, three West Australians, who want to go back to the other side of the country. Now, you are a bloke who played your career on the East Coast. You've come out West, and you're doing a magnificent job as the CEO of the Fremantle Football Club. When are we going to see the tide turn? Because I think for too long now... We probably probably haven't got the fair, you know, slice of the pie coming back the other way. We've had a couple in more recent times. I mean, Aish is is a, is a bloke, and and, and of course uh, Brody, who've got in the middle of the ground. But outside of that, there's very few at Fremantle. And mate, if I did the same argument at West Coast, it's very thin as well. Yeah, it's a really interesting point you raise, Carl. It's fascinating. I think the best thing you can do as a club in Western Australia, which is obviously incredibly remote destination compared to the East Coast and and where the other teams in Australia are situated is our job is to create an environment where success is either imminent or or current and 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 very much in place uh, it's an environment where players from opposition clubs see themselves getting better uh, and coming into a place where they feel incredibly comfortable and like they're going to get the best opportunity they can to further their career and that's something that we've had a massive focus on. And the cultural and environmental piece that you guys have heard us talk about ad nauseum, the, the anchors as we call them, or values in our club are incredibly important to us. And you're right, I think you've, you've, you've touched upon a couple of examples, but it's also probably worth, worth highlighting that you know, if you look at some of the core of our playing group, whether it be Sarong or Ryan or Darcy, Cox, a um, couple of others spring to mind, Brayshaw, um, Fredericks, um, Chapman, oh, sorry, not Chappie, Youngie is a, a good example, all hail from the East Coast. Now, I talked about them as being players who have re-signed significant long-term deals, some of them up until 2027, 2026, 2025. And uh, if you were to ask them and have a chat to them about how committed they are to Fremantle and what we're trying to achieve, I think you'd be you'd be reasonably impressed with, with what you hear back. So we've got to work on attracting some of those that already started their career, as you say, Carl, um, but also making sure that those who've come over and are really building what we're, what we're trying to create here at Fremantle are, are looked after and feeling incredibly comfortable. And one last one from me, Simon. Uh, locked and loaded that Nat Fife will continue as captain next year. I know it's a, a fair way off. Or, I mean, we, we're looking at some of the young players come through, Andy Brayshaw being one, that if he decides to relinquish, you have options of plenty. 
Yeah, exactly. Well, we're really fortunate that we're slowly but surely building, you know, leadership and 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 players who've got that focus on not only their own performance but how they can make the the club a better place. And that's something that Nat's done not only since he's been captain but since he's been in in the organisation. He is someone who prides himself on his own preparation and performance, and clearly has provided it provided performance at a level that few others ever in the history of the game have been able to match. But he's also been incredibly mindful about how his club can get better and improve. So um, we'll work through all that in the fullness of time. Um, Nat's our captain. He's going to have the biggest say in whatever happens on that front. And um, we're looking forward, I suppose, first and foremost, for him to have a pre-season without surgery um, to freshen up mentally, physically, and come back, you know, in some senses, a, a bit of a new recruit, which would be pretty handy because he's still relatively young at 30 and the damage he could do in the next couple of years um, for our club could be significant. Thanks for your time tonight. Thanks, Simon. Thanks for having me on, guys. Good on you. Simon Garlic. And uh, there is so much to unpack in there. If you'd like to join in, thanks to the Dardanut Butchering Company's Valley Spring Lamb, you can call through now, one double three eight eighty two. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.